Talk Show is brought to you by... Hey, want to feel young again? Are you tired, run down, have aches and pains, brain fog? This is science-based, not hype or fancy marketing. It really works. Carbon-60 helps detoxify your body on the cellular level. It stabilizes free radicals, just like the antioxidants found in red wine and berry stew, but on a far smaller, more bioavailable nanoscale. It's like a bottle of electrons, helping your body to function better. You can also apply it on your skin, topically, over muscles, joints, or organs. Most people feel results within minutes. This is not a drug. It's organic carbon. Feel better today. About 95% of our users report more energy and clarity of mind within 10 days. Give us a call at Greska's Carbon 60 at 720-600-6040 or visit our site at c-60.com. Call 720-600-6040 and feel young again. Welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, with your host, Hurricane Age. New day, new show, awesome topic. Uh, topic of uh, uh, really uh, a need for all of us because my guest today is going to help us kind of work a little bit of joy and, 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 and just, you know, be uh, harmonious with life and things like that. So uh, it's going to be helping, you know, us just sometimes re- uh, align with a better and happier life and that's important so my my guest is actually an author a speaker a professor a spiritual teacher a spiritual leader as well uh you know at awake awake yoga med- med- meditation um she's 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 done a lot of stuff and, uh, and we're gonna have some fun with her today because she's gonna guide us through her work and and how she helps a lot of people around the world you know to her traditions and teachings uh, and and really get them you know in a better place I guess. Uh, so so without any further ado, I have with me Swami Nityananda. I got it right, did I? <laughs> You're perfect. Good morning, uh, Hurricane. It's awesome to talk with you. Good morning, good morning, and uh, you know, welcome to the show. Thank and, you. And 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 I really, uh, it's an it's it's an interesting show and it's an important show because again, as you and I were talking, um, we live in a world that is very confusing i would say <laughs> at least a lot of stuff going on and sometimes we get caught in a lot of things and uh, uh we move one way or the other sometimes we are living in a stressful world and things like that now now you uh practice i believe yoga and then i think that's that's your core uh, am i getting that right Yes. And so actually the form of yoga at Awake Yoga Meditation that we share is meditation and yoga philosophy. And so that's actually really interesting. I think for many American listeners and maybe for many listeners around the world, when a person says yoga, the first thing that you might think is like, oh, go to a yoga studio, do yoga postures, do yoga asanas. And in the yogic tradition, that's actually preparatory that's like the beginning. And then after you've entered that beginning point, then you're ready for meditation. So we actually dive straight into meditation. So we focus on meditating. And I would also just mention for anyone, if you are a beginner or you're, you've tried meditation and it hasn't seemed like your thing, the kind of meditation we teach is joy. And it's just falling in love with the energy of pure light within yourself and so it's not complicated it's not hard it's amazing and it's accessible for meditators of all backgrounds 
All right. Well, so so thank you for, for, for clarifying, because again, when I mentioned yoga, to your point, the first thing that comes to mind is a mat and some stretching <laughs> and getting, you know, really just, you know, feeling good about your body. But but really, the, the, there's some Zen moment there, but but really, that's not what everybody thinks of yoga. Right. And and this is the real McCoy. This is the real thing. I mean, this is where yoga really traditionally is. And and it's beyond that. And you were talking about the, the, the we use the word meditation which is really like, you know, a different state of mind, you know, and, and get into that level where you're really in, 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 in uh, coherent, you know, status, I would say with yourself. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty deep stuff, you know, and um, I mean, uh, some people could call it prayer. Uh, I'm not sure if even that, that applies in the same con, you know, uh, I guess concept here, because, you know, sometimes prayer can be to a degree depends how you look at it, but meditation is actually, I think it's a common practice in a lot of, beliefs and uh in in certain ways uh, they're very similar it's really the the isolation the concentration the closing the zen you know and just just being in the moment uh and f getting in touch with yourself so 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 that that we said now, now you do this you've been doing this for many years and uh you are around the world that by the way this show is worldwide so actually perfectly you know stated there you know for everyone and yes we do have listeners from all different walks of lives and uh, beliefs uh you know systems and things like that but i think this is not this is a common denominator that everybody can relate to it to a degree and i think it's needed across all uh whatever you do in life sometimes you do need that moment so so uh swami let's talk about your uh, I guess, uh, training and, and how we got into this position today. Absolutely. And so first, let me just chime in with such joy and respect. What you said is absolutely true that people from all backgrounds, so all faith traditions, all backgrounds, all walks of life, all ages meditate with us. And so this is something that in daily life, it just helps you be that energy of clarity, that energy of calm, that energy of peace, um, being able to connect instantly with what is highest and best in yourself. So just to respectfully chime in and say full on agree with you about that. And then, so for me, I met my teacher in 2010. My teacher was named Swami Shankarananda. And in this tradition, one becomes a Swami if another Swami consecrates you as a Swami. And so I met my teacher in 2010 and he recognized me as his his successor and trained me as his successor. And then when he left the body, as yogis say, which happened in 2014, when he passed, as we say, then he appointed me as his successor. So since 2014, I've been serving as the spiritual teacher, as a meditation teacher, as the spiritual leader at Awake Yoga Meditation. And it's just absolute joy. So we have people who meditate with us who are 10 years old, people who meditate with us who are in their 90s, um, high-powered people, so doctors and surgeons and lawyers and dentists and CEOs, also highly creative people. So people who work in a lot of healing modalities, teachers, songwriters. Um, so it's just anyone from any background. The invitation when we meditate is to connect with, there's a current of inspiration. There's a current of kindness. There's a current of clarity. And you mentioned when we look out upon the world, or sometimes if we even are encountering our own emotions, it can seem chaotic. It can seem turbulent. And so what meditation does is it helps you find, it's almost like there are so many pathways that are filled with peace, 
that are filled with connection, that are filled with wholeness, that are filled with brightness, that are filled with what is noble and honorable and generous and wise. And as you meditate, you let go of anything that is blocking your connectedness with that field of possibility. And so then in your daily life, and this is just very practical, it's you right where you are with your relationships, right where you live with your body, with your emotions, with your thinking, with your amazing clients or your colleagues or whoever it is that you're interacting with. It's you simply moving in that current of inspiration and just doing it from moment to moment. And if you step out of that current of inspiration for one second, you just notice and then come back in. And so when we live in this way, we're continually infusing ourselves with this dynamic energy and the energy of dedication, the energy of hopefulness, the energy of being of service, being helpful. And as we move in that current, we might not even say a single word of this out loud, but simply our being in that awareness, that energy makes that available to everyone else. And so silently, like the people that you encounter at the grocery store or on the train or on the bus, they are given a silent invitation to self-remember within themselves and to reconnect with that energy of wholeness, that energy of brightness within themselves. Oh, <laughs> that's quite a bit. <laughs> so I, first things first. So so you used uh, the, the that you are the, uh, I guess, successor, successor of, of Swami. And, and so that, that's Swami. Uh, mean like like in let's say in the martial arts we call sensei or sifu is that actually a similar like a teacher you know uh title yes um very very good analogy yeah so um in the yogic tradition swami does mean teacher and it means one who has dedicated themselves to being of service and it also means one who has uh, made visible that it's possible for every human to walk through transformation and then to be the light that is on the other side of that transformation. And so that's the invitation for all of us, for all humans, just to kind of keep walking forward and to whatever that arises in our experience in time and space, to let it be fuel so that you don't look upon any experience as like your enemy and you allow it to be the energy of transformation so that what emerges from you as you walk forward and i want to acknowledge some human experiences are filled with joy and peace and we welcome them from a human perspective some human experiences are deeply painful and challenging and we would not choose them from a human perspective but what the yogis say is all of it is fuel like all of it is sort of like an invitation to catalyze ourselves, to be stronger, to be even wiser, to be even steadier. Um, and so I'm, that sounds like there are analogies with um, the traditions that you know from the martial arts as well. Yeah, well, thank you. And, and, and you know, I'm listening to you and, and you've thrown so many powerful words there. I mean, clarity, joy, and, you know, all these things, right, are, are energy. Uh, as a matter of fact, we just had a show last night and we talked about energy and, and how the energy project uh, and, and it's really contagious sometimes, good and bad and the vibes. But I have to say, I'm listening to you, I'm watching you. You just have this 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 positive you know, smile and, and, and just your energy is just filling right now the, the, the space. And even though we're not in the same room, I can, I can feel that I, I can hear it. It's, it's projecting and, and it's, and it's important. And one thing you said that, that, you know, a lot of your clients or your, your students, I, I would say 
are you know from very intense you know modalities of life and and it seems that they find themselves in a better place by practicing you know the meditation process through to your system because what you what what these people have in common it's all stress i think or like high intensity you know and intense you know positions or roles and and functions that really take a tone there you know not only their body but also their their mind and spirit and i think that's really the problem that we have today we live in a society that's run 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 it's crazy chaos we mentioned the word chaotic it's chaos big time and and uh unless you have somewhere to anchor yourself to and 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 a system to kind of brings you back and kind of reset you know you're going to continue that and ultimately you're going to get those experiences that may be bad now ultimately some people would take that and re uh, reuse them as fuel as you stated and others may just use them and then be, 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 sometimes it can be destructive for them and so so i i you know it's a, like it's amazing i'm hearing you saying these things but that's really the reality of the world we have but i wish and i i'm glad that we have you today because this show potentially can be uh, a catalyst you know to to change in some people's minds and maybe get them into this tradition of resetting and potentially finding the clarity that they need and and getting the positive energy that's that's required to continue whatever they're doing and i think i mean you talked about artists you talked about you know you know doctors ceos and stuff and that's all heavy duty stuff and by the way everybody i think in life today doesn't matter what status you have in a corporation or in in the business world uh you know whether you have entry level or you're a top you still have responsibilities and accountability and and workloads and stressful stuff and you have family matters you know and you're struggling between you know expenses and everything and the world is it's just like you know, it's just a very very difficult place to be and unless we can navigate it it's very difficult so i appreciate you know your words and 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 and, and the way your teaching practice and tradition is is really valuable for people to actually get a change at least for 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 a change for a change <laughs> uh, it's fantastic yeah. right so i mean as you were talking i was reflecting because i think the yogic teachings have been around for millennia which is so amazing to to be able to practice these teachings that have been time tested by people who have been very brave and practiced self-inquiry and said well what what happens if i turn within and I examine my own emotional patterns or what happens if I turn within and I face my own patterns of thinking. And what the yogis have always taught is that it's possible for humans to self-transform, that when we do this, we cultivate a self-awareness that then we can create new pathways, we can create new energy patterns in our body and our emotions and our thinking. And as you said, what happens then is our experiences transform. So the world is still engaged in its process and we are moving in a field from within ourselves of peace. We are moving in a field from within ourselves of calm and we're connected to the energy of cooperation. And so then we're bringing that energy of cooperation and that ability to form connection and community and inspiration. We're bringing that into our offices or the boardrooms or the dining room where we're having our conversation with our family. And we're also bringing that energy of harmony and cooperation into ourselves. So we're able to truly make peace with ourselves. And we're able to truly bring the energy of kindness and caring with ourselves. And there's also an interesting corollary to that. You will notice as you make peace with yourself that you're able to be the energy of peace 
no matter what another is doing or saying in the world and so like say that your kids are melting down or your partner might be melting down or you might be looking at the news and seeing oh my gosh it feels like so many humans are melting down but if you are in the energy of peace within yourself then you know that no matter what you have in the past moved through the light is still there within you and so you're able to palpably directly connect with the light within your child even in the midst of the tantrum or the light within your colleague or the light within your partner or your friend or the light within say that you walk into a really tense meeting at work you can be the calmest person in the room and you're tuning into that energy of calm makes the energy in the whole room shift and it can actually shift the energy of the whole organization as well so little by little step by step as each of us is present in that energy of calm and that energy of harmony, the energy of optimism, we end up continually sort of creating a pathway for ourselves and also making it clear that others can create a pathway for themselves where each of us continues choosing the high road. And as we choose the high road, higher and higher possibilities and opportunities branch out before us. And I will also just circle back around to I mentioned that the yogis say this transforms us. And so what the yogis have said for millennia, we're now able to observe using contemporary testing like functional magnetic resonance imaging. And so we can see that in the meditators' brains, new pathways are being created. And it's almost like the pathways of pain and the pathways of anger, the pathways of fear, the pathways of reactivity, the pathways of judgment, those end up healing. And then we end up creating a new normal, a new sort of like default position for our brain so that we are steady and established in that energy of, okay, so this arose in time and space and inner peace is still here. So there's absolutely nothing that can shake that inner peace that is right here. And so we can move forward. The earth is beneath our feet, wherever we are standing, and there's steadiness in that. And the sky is above us. And so there's like this expansiveness and this openness that is always available for all of us, wherever we are. And so life does become filled with joy and freedom always. And to be able to live that realization is, I mean, so different traditions call this differently, but it could be referred to as the kingdom of heaven. It could be referred to in the yogic tradition as living in the city of Brahman, living in the supreme. In the Buddhist traditions, this is referred to as living in just that community, living in that awakeness, living in the refuge of the present moment. And when you have that awareness, then you really are just filled with exuberance and also just filled with, I think some traditions would call it faith. Um, some other traditions would probably call it confidence, but there's just uh, an ease and a sense of fullness, a sense of completeness. And so then what arises is, naturally of course generosity is going to be here of course we're going to share kindness and light and inspiration and resources and opportunities and possibilities it's just effortless and it's right where we are and it's all of us just being our highest best selves and sharing our skill sets so each of us have these unprecedented talents and skills and so gratitude and joy for all of the listeners and for each of us to just 
claim that light, that steadiness, that peace, that kindness within ourselves, and then right where we are to share that using our own voices, our own accents, our own bodies, just right where we are. We're already perfectly positioned to share this light. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm watching you. I'm just just seeing like your smile. You're you're so cool, calm, collected. I mean, you live what you preach, literally. I mean, it's it's really you. And 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 just 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 it, it takes a lot of wisdom. I mean, I think that's that's a big part of of what this tradition is. Is that you you're elevating yourself to a level where nothing faces you, and you're really like in in a different realm. <laughs> and 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 to reach that, it's not going to be easy for everyone. But yet, as you stated, everybody can do that. Everybody has the capabilities. It's just you know trying to nurture that and get in you know kind of the pathways and work all these things. And by the way, you talked about the imaging and stuff that you can literally prove for, you know prove you know the stuff and show the people that. It is really working when you are in this state, you know, your brains are functioning different and you are tapping into better things and the bad stuff is gone. And and it's it's this is stuff that's happened. And you mentioned earlier, this is for millennia, which means it's not new. It's existed before even modern medicine and all this stuff. And it's still and it works and it gets to people to elevate. I mean, I, I cannot possibly think of someone that can really uh get you upset <laughs> just looking at you you know i just i cannot possibly imagine someone even if they tried to get you at, at a higher level of of like anger you you can manage that i don't care who comes what happens the world ends you'll be like okay it's cool <laughs> you know we can do with this and, and you know i mean i i am a very positive person and i and a lot of my friends they say like you know it takes a lot to to phase me and it's true but i do i do have my my other toy you know like you know switch when it, it it flips and i go nuts right but but you know it's it's amazing when you're in that state of calm and and being able to not be phased by things and and just really reach within and and be like a higher level of 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 humans if we will call it that way uh, or spiritually and and even physically because i think it reflects on your emotion it reflects on your body language and and your behavior and then that's how it's contagious, as you said, that can literally not only immediately uh, contaminate, and then the contamination is not really a good word, but but basically like spread to, to the folks that are next to you. But then if you're, let's say, in a leader capacity, you can bring that, you know, to, to other folks. And then therefore now you are transforming them as well. I mean, you talked about the, you used the word awakening and awake, uh, awakeness. I mean, that's that's big. And I think that's the, the, the other problem that I think as humans we have today. Is a lot of us are not awake. We are thinking a state of 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 of. I mean, again, in yesterday's show, we talked about zombie land and zombies. I think we a lot of we have a zombie state where we are like so in the zone and and so just like you know focused on a lot of I guess materialistic world stuff and we just running and hurting each other, hurting ourselves and it's it's really it's just we're caught up in in this mess uh, you know that that we've created in this world. And, and we don't take a, a moment to actually back up and, and just reflect on ourselves and get uh, in tuned in with, with our true self, our energy and, and what we're supposed to be, right? And, and, and that's actually a big deal. And, and you mentioned in yoga tradition, um, this is something that is, you know, fundamental. This is how it works. I mean, you, you're, you work in a way that you establish yourself to, to get to the highest potential level of energy. And therefore now nothing is in this world that's going to face you. And you can deal with any situation and, and, and you can not only deal with it anytime you can literally share it and actually expansion, expand, you know, the, the reach with others. Uh, so I have one question though. 
I mean, I, I we hear guru all the time. Is that is that similar again? And by the way, to the Swami concept, you know, because uh, it, guru tradition is is like where you actually are getting mentored, right? Uh, yeah. Here, it's the same concept, but it's really you are teaching the practice of, you know, deep, you know, reach. And so, so, so now, now I want to ask about the that was one one question. The other one is about the awakening, right? Uh, how do we really get people? to activate their, their awake state? <laughs> Fantastic question. And so if I could just, I'll circle back around. I'll, I'll leave yeah, please. I, I'll put of in a lot questions. of things here. <laughs> yeah, so no, I mean, just, and if I could, if I could just comment, I mean, Hurricane, the, the way that you share your dedication and your dynamic energy and your curiosity and your questing on your show is a really great example that each of us already has this energy of awakeness. So that's the energy of awakeness sharing through you. And it's perfect. Like your whole life, it's been there with you. And for every listener, that energy of awakeness, your whole life, it's been there with you. So for every listener, it's that energy of creativity. It's that energy of curiosity. It's that energy of wonder. It's that energy of discovery. And for everyone, I would actually say it's already there. So it's closer, like it's our own breath, it's closer to us than we can possibly imagine. And so for like a mom or a dad or a grandparent, that pure love that loves through you and is so patient and kind and wise to the kids, to the young people, or if you're like a teacher or a counselor or a coach, like that pure love, like that love in you that it's so pure, like it just wants to be helpful. It just wants to help that young person thrive and succeed and be their best selves. And it's completely pure, like it's unconditional and it's just generous, it's glad you do it without thinking about it. We all do this. And so for some people, it's like, that's the doctor or the surgeon or the dentist or the attorney who's just like amazing with their patient or their client or, you know, it's the teacher who's wonderful with their student. It's the uh, nurse who's wonderful with the elders. It's, it's you for every listener. It's that in you, which is that awesome sense of hope and that awesome sense of helpfulness and it's already there in you so it's it's not separate from us it's been with every one of us our whole lives and then you also can pretty much say anyone who's listening to this conversation awakeness is there and it's almost like it's waiting like it's it's really excited about sharing itself with you and then also through you in even more direct and dynamic ways and so i would also say and this is kind of in comment um, in response to your observations that practice is involved so the yogis say yes like your life that's your practice <laughs> like you've already been practicing all along and so if you think about the things every listener has things that have come easily to you so think about that like that is part of your portfolio part of your pathway of light in this particular life and so draw on that and be really what's the right way to put this be really steady and strong and dedicated in fostering that and in being of service in relation to that and then from that steadiness and strength wherever there might be transformation happening within you and every listener knows this is healing in me this is transforming i'm becoming steadier i'm becoming able to free myself i'm becoming able to let go or forgive or not judge in this particular area 
that's where light is expanding within you. And so to just know that for every human, there's always this balance and life gives you exactly the practice that you need. And so awakeness is already with you. And yes, to come back to your original question, I would definitely say my teacher was a guru. And in my tradition, that's a very sacred, um, way of naming a true teacher, one who's absolutely unconditionally of service in the ways that I just mentioned, just wants to help students be their highest, best selves, gives light, gives inspiration, gives the energy of spiritual support and spiritual kindness unconditionally, the same way that the sun shines, uh, the same way that the rain uh, like shares itself with all. So my teacher was a teacher in that way. And definitely then my teacher inspires me to be a teacher in that way. And then for each of us, the yogis say that the outer teacher reminds us to connect. There's an inner teacher within each of us. And so it can be an incredible unfoldment when you come into contact with an outer teacher. And I would also say, you know it. There's like this joy and this excitement and this light and this awareness, this recognition, this connection. When you come into contact with your teacher, you just say, oh, of course, <laughs> that's my teacher. And then what happens is your teacher also helps you continually connect with and trust the light within yourself. And that is just an amazing gift. And my teacher did that for which I am thankful forever. And you are doing this with, with people all over the world right now. And then besides the podcast, I mean, you're doing, you know, uh, public speaking, you're going around, you have uh, written stuff that actually is out there to, to, to educate and, and learn people. But so here's one thing I want to ask about, because you, you know, you mentioned it a few times now, the awakening, you said the awakening is always there. It's with you. You have it. It's part of you. But I think the problem is, are we aware? That's. I think that's the question. Because it's one thing to have, everybody has talent, whatever we call it, and, and it's there. But but do you really are aware of your capabilities and you're aware that you can make a transformation? Uh, many people may think that it's a doomsday every day and it's bad and there is no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no positivity in this world it's all bad so what do we tell people you know how can we get people to be aware and 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 therefore get into deep dive and eventually awaken to this world of like you know joy and and happiness which is if you get to that point i mean you're at the highest level of of being a living because nothing else can stop you if you get to that point i mean and that's the other thing i always personally this is me i it, that when I'm if I'm depressed or I'm in a low mode, it doesn't help. It doesn't serve me well. I try to, as no matter what situation, I try to always seek the positive and you know what's the outcome from it and what we have learned. And it's still there's a you know, I, I make a joke about it. You can give me that, and I'll tell you a good positive about it. You know, and and many people will look at me like Are you you like some weirdo or something, but I'm not. That's how I tend to believe in terms of things, and and that what keeps me motivated to do better and and just you know, not get phased by things because we got to get, let's face it, you know, folks watching, watching, listening, life's going to throw a lot of stuff at you and, you know, it's not going to be always beachy and it's going to be rough. And if you're not able to, I guess, to sustain and be facing and have some sort of a system in place to keep you above all that, you will drown and basically you'll get in darker places. And then that's when you wind up doing bad things and even hurting yourself. Some people get to the end and they even take their own life, right? Uh, so so getting people to be awake 
uh, is one thing, but being aware that they need to be awake is, I think, the the first piece, and and that's a difficult test. So, how do you uh, help people to get to that state? So you just said so many wonderful things, and I'll, I guess I'll just comment on a few of them. I mean, one is I'll just ask a question, and I'm kind of closing my eyes to tune into the answer, and I'm inviting anyone who likes as you listen. If it's safe, not while you're driving, don't close your eyes, but if it's safe <laughs> for you to close your eyes, um, just turn within. And just ask, how does it feel when I am in contact with the strength of the light within me? And notice how incredible that feels. And if you want, you can actually push pause right now and allow yourself to go on feeling the strength of the light within you. And then from moment to moment, if you're listening to this, this is awareness. Uh, as Hurricane said, awakeness is within all of us. And then you're right, there is a process of remembering. <laughs> there is a process of being continually aware and connected with awakeness. And this podcast, like this conversation, if you're listening, this is part of that process. You can be absolutely sure, like each of us is always guided to whatever the next step forward is to help us remember. And so just that simple question, how does it feel when I am in contact with the strength of the light within me? And then from moment to moment, like anytime you have a question, come back to this, come back to how it feels. So no need to create any concept about it. This is not coming from the mind. This is allowing yourself that energy of strong light and that energy of strong light within each of us. It's also very gentle. It's very kind, it's very patient, it's very wise. And so it knows that there is time for us to connect with a solution. And when we are in contact with this light within ourselves, there is actually a sense in which time expands. So I think for most listeners, most humans have had an experience where time just sort of opens up. And it might only be a few seconds, but there's such clarity. There's almost like such a heightened sense of color and peace and awareness and a, such a sense of life and such a sense of wholeness. And so this question helps us connect with that because that connectedness is the reality. Yogis actually say, this is the reality. And so for each of us to just have the openness and to have the willingness to anytime we have a question, anytime we feel that moment of disconnect or doubt or fear or pain, where we feel like we are energizing a not helpful energy pattern, just to have neutral awareness about that and just to say, oh, I would prefer not to energize that energy pattern. What would I love to create instead? I would love to feel more calm. I would love to feel more joy. I would love to feel more peace. I would love to feel more connectedness. And then to connect with, how does it feel when I am in contact with the source of peace within me, the source of inspiration within me, the source of forgiveness within me, the source of completeness within me. And I would also, I guess I'm commenting a little, I think that one of the pains that most humans experience is a feeling of being not enough, a feeling of somehow not measuring up or somehow there's judgment 
present in others when they look at you or present in yourself when you look at yourself this heals that feeling of not being enough because when we are in contact with that light within ourselves we remember that each of us intrinsically is whole each of us intrinsically if you want to use that word is beloved we are beloved by light we are um, what's the right way to put this? The beloved expressions of light, every one of us, every human on the planet. And so then also when we heal our own feeling of being not enough, we are able to be in the energy of kinship with all humans. We're able to be in the energy of friendship, the energy of kindness with all humans. As you said, wisdom still remains present. And so there's like a traditional story in the yogic teachings and also in the Buddhist teachings, we still get to practice discernment in time and space. So in the teaching, there's an angry elephant that's rushing. We still can choose to step out of the pathway of the angry elephant so we don't get stampeded by the angry elephant. So there's still wisdom, but we also, it can happen without fear. We can still recognize, oh, the light is present even here. And for right now, I'm going to joyfully choose and calmly choose to step out of the way of the angry elephant. So wisdom is there. And then I think another thing to say is that the yogis would call this love or devotion is there as well. And this is like some traditions would name this agape. Some traditions would name this unconditional love. Some traditions would name this as ahimsa or non-harming. It's the, the energy of pure love, the energy of the spirit, that kind of love. So it's very pure. It's not physical kind of love. And that energy, when we're in contact with that, what we understand, if you want to use the word the divine or God or the universe, God is actually already carrying all of this. The divine is actually upholding all of this. That which upholds the whole universe is actually upholding me and you and all listeners and all of this. And so what happens then is a sense of strain and stress melts away and you can actually feel the neck become calmer and the shoulders become more relaxed and less tense as well when you connect with this. It's sort of like saying this, the universe has got your back. And the, the universe is actually upholding you and upholding all. And so for each of us, it's really vital that we faithfully and honorably and nobly with purity of intention do everything we possibly can. But also remember, this is not my world to fix. <laughs> like the divine already has this. The divine is already upholding this whole world. And so that does give, I think, maybe especially for humans who care a lot, please keep caring and please know that the energy that upholds the whole universe is already taking care of everyone so each of us we're joyfully and generously asked to do our part but then also we remember that the same energy that moves the sun and the moon and the sky and the stars and the earth like that energy is so much vaster than any human. And so to keep tuning into that energy and almost trusting the goodness, trusting the beneficence, trusting the wisdom, trusting the kindness of that energy. And then we're also able to trust the generosity of the light within ourselves and the generosity of light within others as well. And so there is also, there's a transformation as we shift 
you've mentioned this, but as we shift our own focus and our own pattern of thinking, what comes back to us will radically transform as well. So that we actually move, like one of the metaphors that yogis say is, wherever we walk, flowers bloom. And so sometimes those flowers bloom because we plant the seeds and then we faithfully water them and we faithfully remove the weeds. So there can be effort in time and space for each of us according to our skill sets and our talents and where we are. But we don't make the flowers bloom, if that makes sense. Like life itself is inspiring the flowers to bloom and we can trust that the flowers bloom in their own time and that their timing is perfect. Wow, <laughs> I love I love that. Uh, and by the way, I, I I think you've covered a lot of grounds there in terms of any modality, any type of spiritual world realm that we have on on planet Earth, because we all have similar concepts in terms of the belief. And you're right. I mean, uh, whether you know uh, we refer to the universe or God, and and uh, you know, I mean, we are part of this this creation. You know, this universe is is running before us, and it's going to remain running be, beyond us. And 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 we are part of it, and we do share similar. I mean, uh, uh, you know, in, in the physics and 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 the science, it is stated that we're stardust. We are made of the same you know elements of any star in in, in the world. And this whole universe is particles, and we're part of that. So you're right. We're we're in touch with that, and, and and but but and I love what the exercise you did, where we had to kind of ask the question and, and try to get deep dive to see that light. But but here's the thing, people need to be reminded of that. You know, I yeah. think that's the key. And and if they're not coming across someone to remind them, sometimes they have, it's yeah. like basically they're not you know aware of of the possibilities until someone say, hey. Did you know you can be better? And this is stuff. Yeah. I mean, to your point, you mentioned this podcast. Someone can listen to it. It's like, whoa, okay, this is cool. I can do this. But yeah. if someone, let's say, never hears this or never had, because uh, what you're stating, if for most people will be like, oh, this sounds common. You know, once you hear it, it's like like becoming like, oh, okay, I get this. I, I, I think I can do this. But if you have never heard it or if you've lived all your life when where you're excluded from this particular type of energy and all you see is bad, 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 it may be difficult, but you're right. Is it is it potentially possible? It is. You just gotta find a way to get into this road, and maybe someone can trigger that. So the work you're doing uh, is is important. I think many people can actually uh, take that and and share it again and again and again, and hopefully touch as many people as we can to get them in line with uh, you know just the universe purpose which is being good and doing the right thing and i love what you said i mean the analogy of uh, of the wisdom it's it's so awesome there because it is a simple concept yeah i mean you could stay in front of the, the, the angry elephant and it's going to hurt you or you can move to the side that you still have to do some action and and i love even what you said like if you walk and the the the, the, the roses or the flowers are going to bloom well they will bloom because you said you know it's not so much that it's magical you got to do the work for them to do that but eventually they can still even if we're not there they can still bloom i mean you can leave a, a plain field you know for 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 a couple of years you come back it's going to be blooming on its own uh i mean you just need water and and and, and soil and the rest is history and i love what you said about like where the sun and the energy and the rain by the way those are contradictory things but yet you looked at them positively in both ways which is awesome to even you know consider because sometimes you know uh, one thing that we don't appreciate sometimes in life is that there's a reason why we experience tough and bad 
uh, it makes you appreciate the good because without that balance, you would not know what's good technically, right? You know, the reason we we, we enjoy positive stuff and good stuff is we know what the opposite is. And, you know, now if you were just literally born in a world where there is none of that, you cannot possibly understand the concept. But now we understand the concept so we can choose better. And, and it's a different state of mind. And again, that's the mindset where you have to shift based on this. But it's that balance that creates, you know, where we can be in the best position possible. But again, it takes also that self, you know, uh, looking into it. I mean, you got to like, you know, I have to to do something. I got to see something. And most of the people have that question. I'm, I'm almost positive that whether they listen to the show or any other stuff, people are always asking the question, can I do better or can I be better? And if you're asking that question at any given point, you can. And there are many ways to get it. I mean, when, when we started the show, I mentioned prayer and meditation are, are very similar in a lot of ways. I mean, I, I think meditation is part of prayer, at least, you know, in my world. And, you know, it's and it sounds the same thing on, 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 on you know, in the, the yogi tradition. And so people can, and by the way, different denominations have different ways of pray, but it's the same purpose. You still want to get, again, connected with the higher being and yourself and, and just being connected and grounded, if you want to call it that way, and really live a happier life, a better life. And when people find that, that light, whatever it is, they tend to be better humans, <laughs> you know, and and I think that's really where where the the people are losing it. Now that takes me to this question: in the world of religion, and you know, spirituality and religion maybe not necessarily always the same. You know, we tend to talk about evil. Evil to me is a is a negative energy. It's bad energy. Uh, you know, when I'm talking to you right now. I am sensing that there is no such thing as, you know, you cannot, evil cannot even get to you. <laughs> you know, you're like, you've, you've already pushed that, that away. So can you just in your, you know, humble words, you know, explain to us, how is it that, that in the tradition, you're able to get to the point where you cannot get phased because, you know, that energy exists and most people are easily, I guess, um, I guess corrupted. I would say I, I tend to, describe evil as as a, a very nasty virus that gets into your computer and kind of phases out, you know, and your system gets crashy, right? So so how do you do that? How you can, you know, basically unclog, you know, kill the virus and, and just just live, you know, happier life. <laughs> what is the secret sauce to that? <laughs> Thank you for your question. I mean, it's a fantastic question. So I think one of the things that I would invite listeners to tune into is how do I feel? And I'm closing my eyes. If you're not driving and if it's safe for you, you're not rollerblading. <laughs> you're not on a longboard. <laughs> if it's safe for you to close your eyes, um, I invite you to close your eyes as well. But just how do I feel when I connect with the reality that love is the only power in the universe? So divine love, pure love is the only energy in the universe. And all things that come forth in time and space, their origin is love. How do I feel when I connect with that reality? And I'm gonna open my eyes. If it's safe, you know, you can keep your eyes closed if you wanna keep listening to this, but I'll just mention that what the yogic teachings are very clear about is that everyone has our origin, a shared origin in light. And then we go forth in time and space and we have freedom and so what you're talking about is we have freedom to remember. We also have freedom to not remember. And if we forget that we are of the light and everyone and everything else is of the light in our confusion and in our pain and in this appearance of separateness that we feel, 
we can create pain for ourselves and others. Every human has the freedom to do that. And then the moment that we remember, we have the freedom to wake up and say, I would prefer to be that energy of light, that reality of light. So the yogic teachings, the way that they say this, is that even those who have forgotten, they say that at the very last, everyone is given an opportunity to remember and to wake up. And it might be that like, in the yogic teachings, they call this demons. So this is like making visible the energy of negativity within any human. Any human has the potential to be negative, as you were talking about. When demons are vanquished by the divine, it's like the divine takes a sort of light and lops off the head of the demon. At the very last moment, the demon says, thank you, I remember. I am of the light too, thank you, you helped me remember. So in the realm of time and space, we might, and this depends upon the role that each of us plays in time and space, we might be a spiritual warrior wielding a sort of light. So we might be working on behalf of truth and love and justice and what is kind and high and wise and free and best. And we might need to be very honorable spiritual warriors with our sort of light. To do that from an awareness that light upholds all, undergirds all, means that we will do that with non-attachment and we will do that in the energy of kindness. There will be no vindictiveness in ourselves. There will be no fear in ourselves. And just imagine yourself being a spiritual warrior armed with discernment, armed with wisdom, but also remembering kindness. And so there's no enmity in you. There's just no room for enmity in you. And that's the, that's the teaching described by the Buddha. So the Buddha says that hatred cannot cast out hatred, only love can do that. Darkness cannot cast out darkness, only light can do that. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said almost exactly the same words. And it's my understanding that that's also what Jesus meant when he says, forgive them they know not what they do. And he said that like at the point of death, he said that when he was experiencing extreme pain, because out of ignorance, people had inflicted extreme pain on him. And so he was making visible with his life that it is possible no matter what to choose forgiveness and to choose not to move in the energy of enmity, to still have awareness, to still say, they're acting out of ignorance. They're not behaving in ways that are wise. They're not behaving in ways that are highest and best. And I am choosing to recognize that it is ignorance that is acting through them. And so that is what makes it possible to forgive. Well, so, so by the way, just one more, I mean, I, I you mentioned a few, I guess, uh, major beliefs systems but even in islamic tradition and which is my my belief you know actually there's exactly the same thing like you know you get a certain point where you know you could forgive people you could be better than people and you're supposed to be better than people and that's the highest potential being that you can be as a human so so it, it is the same teaching across all major phase and i'm sure if we go into judaism we'll find the same and so so it, it's amazing that it's all connected and, and and these are all traditions that that have been around millennia, as you said. I think all of them <laughs> have at least 1,400 plus years of, of being in existence, and therefore they all kind of have similar practices. But unfortunately today, um, 
people are so far away from a lot of the beliefs. Many people don't even have belief systems anymore. They just just live. And what you had mentioned, something very powerful, that that keyword you said, we have the freedom to choose. Uh, and, and, and that's free will and free choice, freedom of choice. You know, and we can exercise to your point. We can exercise it one way or the other. So why not choose the better way? Uh, you know, and and that's really where it, it comes out to. Yeah, you can be in in a situation where it's escalating. Now there are two things you can do. You can clash, or you can say, you know what? Sorry, I'm out. And by the way, it's funny because we do have a practice that that's very similar. Like for example, when we have you you probably know this. We have a month of Ramadan where we fast. In the fasting month, and I think a lot of traditions have similar, you know, practices of fasting in one way or the other. And one thing that you're supposed to, if someone comes to you and wants to argue with you, you say, I'm fasting, I'm out, and, and you walk away. Literally, that's exactly what the tradition states for us. And so so it's the same concept. Like, you know, can you make that? Can I fight? I, I could. But but it will waste my, 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 my level of spirituality, what I'm doing the fasting. And by the way, that's a practice that we practice that you're supposed to actually learn from for the rest of the year whenever you live your life as a normal person. And so, so you could actually abstain from, from, from mad and, and bad and ugly and, and fighting and evil and demon you know, behavior, and you could be a better person at all times. That's a choice. And I think I think the teachings that you are talking about can make the difference. Uh, the and and so so that that I do have one thing. Unless you have a comment about what I stated, I do have one thing about meditation. I, I know you. Every time you wanted to something, you close your eyes. What is the what? Why is it important to close our eyes? Fantastic. I mean, yeah. So first of all, just thanks and respect, and thank you for sharing. I mean, in a, what you just shared, I would say, is a very, very powerful teaching and a very powerful practice and opportunity. You're really talking about each of us has the ability to fast from anger and to fast from reactivity. And then, as you said, the invitation is to let that be the whole year that we fast from anger and we fast from reactivity. You're absolutely right. That's a very powerful practice. So one of the things that the yogis say is that we turn our attention inward in order to be in contact with that energy of pure potentiality so prior to our awareness of time and space prior to how amazing it is to be here in a human body and like move through um like right now outside it's very hot outside to go outside and to feel that heat the way that it meets your skin Prior to that, if we turn within, we're aware of our own energy and it's just pure potentiality. It's before we put name to it. It's before we put form to it. And so any answers that we're seeking, we're actually already connected to the solution. So when we turn our eyes, we close our eyes and turn within, we're starting to be connected with that energy of the solution, the opportunity, the possibility, the positivity, the insight, the inspiration, the ingenuity, the entrepreneur energy, whatever it is that we're wanting to connect with, it's with us. And so closing our eyes um, helps us to have, I think in a way you were talking about, each human has the ability in the midst of pairs of opposites, to be the energy of calm, to be the energy of steadiness, to say, I will respond, but I will not react. I will choose a pathway of peace rather than a pathway of anger or a pathway that could cause harm. So in time and space, each of us is encountering contrast. We're encountering opposites. And we will have a greater ability to choose, what do I want to create? 
in relation to these pairs of opposites and in relation to this contrast if we're in contact always with that energy of pure potentiality. So for most humans, closing the eyes helps. It's not required. So if any listener feels that it would be more comfortable for you to keep your eyes open, you can also just practice kind of softening the vision, almost like expanding your awareness of your peripheral vision. And that can have the same effect. And so just to kind of keep that soft gaze and it connects with a sense of expanded possibility and just almost like a sense of vastness, like spaciousness. So the way that you walk outside and you see a night sky and you can see all the stars and there's a sense of just expansiveness. When we close our eyes or even just sort of lower our gaze and expand our peripheral vision and our awareness, we're connecting with that energy of pure potentiality. And so we, we disconnect from human patterns of limitation or human patterns of judgment or human patterns of fear. And what happens then is that's back to that energy of self-remembrance, that, that energy of awakeness. The ideal is one that you already named. So the ideal is that every moment then you're moving in that current of connectedness. So kind of like the way that you said that month of fasting from anger can help you be the energy of peace throughout the whole year. If you meditate for five minutes in the morning or 20 minutes in the morning, then throughout the day, you're in that energy of peace. You're in that current of expansiveness and possibility. But for any listener who's maybe wanting to experiment, I would just say practice and see for yourself, which helps you connect with that energy of pure expansive potentiality. For a lot of people, closing the eyes helps. And for you, try it. See if softening your gaze and just kind of expanding your peripheral vision helps. And the expanding of your peripheral vision, by the way, that's something you can do even if you're in a high-powered board meeting or something. You can still do that and connect with that expanded awareness. It also has, if you tune into the energy of it, it also is very heart-opening. And so another way to put that, I think our common way of referring to that today is it brings us to authenticity and other humans definitely respond when we're coming from that open heartedness, when we're coming from that authenticity. So it's allowing ourselves to be fully ourselves. How could we be anything else? <laughs> but it also helps everyone else be themselves as well. And it's the highest and best in us reaching out and welcoming and greeting the highest and best in everyone else. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Swami. Well, you know, it, it's amazing. Like, I, I love what you said. Like, you can just kind of open your eyes a little bit and just kind of use that. And, you know, as you were talking, because, I mean, I, I am a student of the martial, uh, martial arts, and, and we the very similar practices. As a matter of fact, we do have, you know, a time where we have to close our eyes and, and kind of concentrate and just be aware. And even in some practices in advanced training you actually train to be blindfolded and to to be aware of things and and believe it or not you hit on the money the the closing of the eyes makes your other senses much heightened and therefore you have the ability to sense things differently and and be within you people probably will not understand this unless they practice it but i can tell you folks if you close your eyes uh, you will probably feel everything around you differently than actually if you open your eyes. There is less distraction, and you probably can 
hear things better, sense things better. The if someone is walking by, you probably can feel them, you know, just by energy levels. And it's it's a different level, but that takes some practice. But it is definitely uh, a worth thing. I mean, we all aware of this, like you know, in the martial arts, for example, space. You know, you can can just you you and we see this in movies, but it's 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 obviously dramatized a little bit. But the idea is like you just kind of look down and you can like almost start scanning the the peripheral stuff and and seeing everybody's motion and things like that. But in reality, that's really how it works. As as a matter of fact, I have tried personally techniques with blindfold versus not blindfold and the blindfold techniques were better done than the ones with my eyes open because my my movement my senses were different i had to rely on everything else but my eyesight and it makes a difference um in in terms of even practicing like we take some times to close our eyes and just kind of meditate and just be in the zen moment which gives you again a higher level of energy and you can do things We hear chi, we hear all these these concepts, but they all are the same. I mean, even in prayer, you know, you can ask God if you, if, if that's what you believe is, you know, uh, it thinks and some people close their eyes to actually ask, you know, and, and I love you said about looking sometimes like at the stars and just wondering and things like that. It, it All these things are almost similar practices. That, and we're talking about concepts that are live. We have, we're talking about concepts that are more divine, but they're all kind of linked in the same base. And it just shows that, This, this is stuff that works, and it has been, again, millennia action, <laughs> and it's still alive and it's working. So, so, so Swami, one, one question. Um, what is, I mean, I know you mentioned a few times, like you can do a couple of times here, a couple of times, but, but what is the meditation uh, effectiveness in terms of practice? I mean, is it like daily? Is it, you know, there are certain times better than others? Uh, is it a certain time frame that actually where you can get really good at it? How does that work? Right. So, I mean, I think for any listener who wants to try, I mean, hop online. So all of our meditations are free. They're open to everyone around the world from all backgrounds. You're extremely welcome. And awakeyogameditation.org is our website. So we have links to our Zoom um, and our YouTube as well. We also share teachings on Instagram and TikTok. So if you're a person who's on social media and you would like some of those daily reminders, we share teachings there as well. So like and share and subscribe um, if you connect with us and enjoy uh, what you find. But what I would say is that any amount of time benefits. So even if you have only five minutes in the morning, in the morning is a really wonderful gift to give yourself. And this is true even for parents with small children. So uh, we have meditators who are parents with small children and they say that even if they take five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 20 minutes in the morning, that they more than get back that time the rest of the day and they gain that sort of poise that sort of sense of steadiness and stability and balance where if you've ever seen a swan or a dog be able to just shake itself and the droplets of water kind of go flying you gain that ability so energetically you gain the ability that we were talking about so as we interact in time and space you might come into contact with some people who are in wonderful moods and some people who are kind of being cranky pants <laughs> for that day and you just gain the ability to just kind of be able to notice and then shake it off the way that a swan or a dog would be able to shake it off um, and so the traditional way that we teach meditation is if you can 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at night is amazing and that's sort of a practice that will lead to profound self-transformation like profound benefits but if you don't have that 10 minutes in the morning is amazing if you don't have that five minutes in the morning is amazing and you mentioned the 
the people who meditate with us are very high powered. So they're in high performance, high pressure jobs. They would never say that about themselves, but I can say it about them. And, and what they say very consistently is that meditation increases the quality of their whole lives, increases the quality of their sleep, increases their physical health and well-being, the quality of their immune systems, increases the quality of like if they're performing surgery, if they're having a meeting because they're a CEO, if they're having a meeting with investors or with shareholders or whoever it is that they're encountering, it just gives them access to, I think you were talking about this, like even when we close our eyes or even when we are physically blindfolded, each of us has connectedness to guidance. Each of us has connectedness to awareness. Each of us has connectedness to inspiration and insight. And so for each of us too, as we meditate, live and move and breathe and have our beings in that field of energy just dramatically transforms. And so the flow of inspiration and also just the direct felt presence of joy consistently increases in those who meditate and who report back to us what they notice. <laughs> I listen, uh, it's, 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 it's just, we just went for a whole hour and we, I don't know when he went, uh, we've covered a lot of grounds. I, I got goosebumps, you know, talking to you about this because it, it really gets to the deep of you. I mean, if you're watching and listening right now, this stuff is practical. It's something that we can all use. And again, uh, what's good about it, you don't have to get out of your own belief, system, belief systems. You can still be who you are and still benefit from these practices. And that's it. And I love what you said that it's available. It's not even, there's no cost to it and you know i'm not sure if there's programs where people have to register and things like that you know and maybe you can tell us more about that but the idea is that it is available you have youtube you have this and these things can help you be better uh and elevate yourself and i think that's really you know the objective here is like if you can get to a level where nothing phases you you can cope with life differently you live in a higher state of joy as you said and happiness I mean, who doesn't want that? I mean, really, that would be the pill that if they had the pill that actually sold that, I think they, you know, whatever company comes up with that one would be, a, you know, a, a super rich, you know, company. Uh, I, I think that's the bottom, like the ultimate goal is to be at that level. You know, it's like uh, uh, it's it's euphoria at its best and it's uh, the highest, you know, potential, you know, level of living. And uh, can we do it? Yes, I think we can. And and everybody who has some level of, of meditation, whatever practices they use, They'll, they'll tell you, if they're, they're with you, they'll tell you that they actually have a different experience in life than the others that don't. And I think I think that's the whole thing. It's about being able to transform and use the tools to help you do that. And transforming here is we're supposed to evolve to better. You know, it's funny because our tagline is time to evolve. I think, <laughs> you know, we need to evolve at all times and humans have evolved. But some of these traditions have been with us for forever and they'll still continue being there and they always have the same outcome the people that practice them tend to have better performance and everything better life better connections with others and they can you know deal with things on a day-to-day -day basis in a better way than people that may not now this doesn't say that people that don't are inferior it's just a better uh, you know opportunity to actually elevate and anyone has and you said it you know swami best is that everybody has it that's the thing. It's not like you don't have to buy it or you got to find it. It's there. You just got to like, you know, it's like you have the raw material. You just got to like, you know, 
you know, ch you know, chisel away all that bad stuff and just have, you know, the gem out, right? I mean, it's like having a, a diamond, you know, buried and you just got to get the diamond out. Can we do it? Yes, you can. Uh, you know, so, so I, mean, I, I know we've, 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 we've increased, you know, we've exceeded our time here, but, but any last words of wisdom that you want to apply you know, or any comments as based on what I just stated? So I think what I would say is just above all, thanks to you, Hurricane, and thanks to the listeners, because I just want to acknowledge it's not always easy being here in time and space, and every listener is amazing. And so that's what we're talking about is you are amazing. Like you are intrinsically amazing. Your whole life you have been amazing. And what happens when the timing is right you will encounter that sort of remembrance, that sort of awareness, that joy and that inspiration and that dedication and that ability to practice and bring this into your daily life. I would say as well that there is a tremendous benefit to having a practice community and to seeing people from all backgrounds, all walks of life, all traditions doing this. And, and it, it's just so joyful. It's so inspiring seeing people from all nationalities who speak all different languages who are practicing this and who are living this inspiration. So it's sort of like saying for every listener, you are already perfect. Like that perfection is your spirit. That is the core of you. It's the heart of you. That's the energy of awakeness. And the teachings that we're talking about help you connect with that. And as you mentioned, Hurricane, it's so natural. As soon as you hear it, you're sort of like, of course it's that way. So it's so natural. It's so accessible. It's so present and available. Um, so you asked a question, everything that we offer, like hop online, it's free and then it's donation based. So if you receive a benefit, we really do welcome your donations because it makes it possible for us to keep sharing. And it's sort of like, carrying a torch and the light passes. So the light that you are, everyone that you encounter, you are sharing light with them. And then everyone that they encounter, they are sharing light. And that light of remembrance, that light of awakeness, that light of awareness is profoundly transformative. So our individual lives transform as we live in this way, but it's also true that our communities transform, our families are benefited, our workplaces are benefited as well. The organizations where we are, the neighborhoods, the cities, the countries where we live, all of this just sort of becomes visible in that spirit of we really are all connected. The energy of kindness, the energy of kinship, it really is universal. And so we're able to recognize that all humans are sisters and brothers, all humans are siblings. And moving in time and space in that way, it has a profound effect so that walls that we might have created around ourselves melt away and then we're living in that energy of joy we're living in the energy of freedom so thank you to hurricane thank you to the listeners and if you like uh come meditate with us awakeyogameditation.org it's amazing fun wow. well thank you so much. well you know thank you for the affirmation because i think you just affirmed to everybody that they are amazing and we all are amazing and everybody has that i think sometimes listening and hearing that that you are amazing can make your day and change your life. Uh, and, and I think sometimes people don't have someone to tell them that. And thank you for telling the world that because I think in, in any language, we, you know, we can translate that, you know, but everybody, if you're listening, you know, you are amazing, as you stated. Uh, and it's important. And it's funny. So I, I want to make a joke before we, we leave today. Uh, I, we always talk about the, the matrix concept and the red pill and the blue pill. 
Well, this is a different pill <laughs> that you offer here. It's it's a softer pill, you know, but it is the same, you know, purpose is to awaken you to the better, you know, higher being that you can be. And and you're right, we are one mankind. You know, there is no difference. Yeah, we choose different things. And can we get along? Yes, we can. I mean, in a perfect world, everybody reaches the same level and then we're ahead of the game. Unfortunately, you know, some are not there yet, but hopefully we can get to as many. And I love that that torch, you know, uh, analogy that you gave that we're just, you know, giving one to the other and hopefully we're sharing with as many and and really spreading that nice, you know, energy level and light to, to everybody else. So thank you so much. Uh, so, I mean, it was great having you on the show. I, I had so much fun and I hope you enjoyed as well. Um, yeah, so we're coming to the end of the show, folks. I hope that this was, uh, I guess, enlightening, I would say, <laughs> and, and an amazing, and you are amazing. So uh, we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic, new guests. And so stay tuned. Bye for now. There's a lot of talk all over the Internet these days about the remarkable benefits of carbon-60, and baby boomers are especially excited about it. Whatever generation you're in, if you want more energy, better health, and a boost in vitality, we invite you to try Greska's Carbon-60, a stunning development in free radical destruction. Being much smaller in size than conventional antioxidants derived from fruits and vegetables, it is far more bioavailable to quickly mend the toxin-crippled cells in your body. Greska's Carbon 60 is the only C60 product that is made without the use of undesirable solvents. The only one. Greska's Carbon 60 was developed by a brilliant NASA carbon scientist and 95% report positive results from this Nobel Prize winning technology in just four days. Visit c-60.com. That's c-60.com or call 720-600-6040.